two. Hello and welcome to the Choose Happy Podcast. I'm your host, Nazi Javid, and here with me today is a colleague, a friend, and the host of his very own podcast, Blake Mayfield, here to tell us how to start a podcast, what makes a good podcast, and how to make yours stand out from the rest. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for having me. This is very cool. This is very nerve-wracking for me because you're the podcast I expert. I am But not. you're on live TV five times a week. Do you know how... Dude, like, it's a different vibe, and I think a lot of people have great ideas and great topics, and people listen to podcasts, and this is the thing, right? There are hundreds and hundreds of podcasts out there, and a lot of people want to get into it, like myself, but then we get stuck, like, okay, how do I even begin? Like, where do I start? And so that's why I wanted to have you on. You have an incredible podcast. You have hundreds of episodes. You. You've interviewed me before, our other colleagues, and you really have it down. You have... You have your your niche. Is that what the how they say it? Niche, yeah. Niche, yeah. niche. And you're good at it. You've you've come up with a formula and it works for you. And I wanted to see if you would share some of that with our friends, our listeners, and our friends here on Facebook Live who are watching. Uh, Sarah and Belinda, hello. So please, um, you know, tell tell our friends listening a little bit about yourself before we go any further. So my name is Blake Mayfield. I'm 23 years old. Um, thank you for having me on your podcast. Yeah. So we basically did a. Uh, like in the music industry, they call it like a, a, a feature for a feature. We're like, you know, someone will come on their song, they'll go on their song, and, yeah. you know, hopefully they end up being hits kind of thing. But, um, yeah, basically how to start a podcast. Just, and we kind of, it's tough because we did this last week for like an hour, so like I don't want to like rehash the same thing. I don't yeah, think a lot of people even. Nobody yeah. heard it. So, <laughs> they so literally listen, could not hear it. <laughs> I'm telling you. So I wanted to do this because I, I really am not good at, I have a podcast, you guys are listening to it, but. I don't have it down yet, and so I wanted to learn from him. We did a practice run, and it didn't go so well with the audio. And so here we are with all of his equipment, and that's part of it, right? Having yes. the right equipment to be able to do it. But yeah, I guess, so first let's go back to a little bit about you. Give me some tidbits. Who is Blake? So I'm 23. I work at KRCR. I have this podcast. Uh, I'm also a butcher on the side, something I never thought I'd say, but it's good to have like a, a trade, a skill that you have yeah. to, you know, you never know when something like the pandemic will hit or, you know, when – you're, you're going to need something like that to where all of a sudden you're not needed to sit there and, and cue someone in at a, a, a news station. You or, don't you have know. to trade your stuff to the guy to cut the meat for you because you're already going to know how to do it. You might get a lady who's like, right. I don't want to dungeon the meat. Them cut the meat. That's me. <laughs> so, yeah. Basically, yeah. Skills. Not everyone's into all that. So <laughs> um, that's what I do. And I started out doing this podcast when I was – honestly, I started way back – when I was 16, with a friend of mine named Jesse, and it was the Blake and Jesse podcast. Wow. Stopped doing that because I got into music. I tried to be a rapper in high school, which Let's is- Let's hear you rap. No. Let's hear just one verse. Absolutely not. No, no. It's like one of those things where 
It's not embarrassing. It's just a learning experience. But, like, you don't ever want to go backwards. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm here now. I'm better at this. This is way more fun. So, I no verse for me anytime soon. I'll show you a couple old songs once we're done. Because yeah. a couple of them aren't bad. But some of them are like, yeah. Um, <laughs> but eventually, I feel like I found my calling starting this podcast. Um, October 2018, got uh, Billy Pilgrim from Billy and Patrick in the Morning awesome. here in Reading on Q97. He was the very Thank first you. guest. Um, yeah, I thought it was then. I, I still think it is now. And um, not a lot of people could say that. You know what I mean? That yeah. They got like one of the biggest, if not the biggest radio voice in town They're for their huge. very first episode. So huge. they are. I, like when I got here, I, they, you know, had me set up to do a radio interview with them. And I was so nervous, you know, being on the other side of it. And they were so nice. And they're so good at their job. And they're funny. And they're talented. Uh, yeah. I mean, like what an incredible get for you on your f- very first podcast to have talent like that on your show. Like that's awesome. I almost messed it up. So <laughs> if you go back to the very first one on my Spotify, I guess discography or whatever it is, there is an episode one of the podcast that's like unedited, basically how the engineer at the studio recorded it. Cause I used to go to the studio where I'd record music and have the engineers do it for me. Now I'm like my own engineer so I can do things on my, you know, on my own. But I almost butchered it cause I, I just, I said something just really dumb. And it, like, threw him off, and then his reaction <laughs> threw me off, and then, like, he had to, like, recover it for me. And you could tell it was episode one. Uh, it, like, really embodies the spirit of <laughs> the first time I've done something like this. But um, ended up re-editing it and putting it out as episode 50. I, I, I remarketed it as episode 50, where it is episode one. I took some parts out. No one ever even noticed. But if people care enough to go back, you can definitely yes. find that still. So um, good learning experience. Really dove you know, headfirst into this thing in, in 2019 and haven't looked back since. Um, COVID slowed a little bit of things down, but I came up with a good strategy in the middle of it that I feel like a lot of local business owners here are going to need and want some publicity post-pandemic. Wow. And I decided to be the guy to, to tap into that. And so that's your niche then, right? Like Basically. local. It's like a community voice. Yeah. And then I figured out last year in the middle of me doing all the stuff with business owners, no one's ever tapped into KRCR. Let me try and get a job there because that's going to be a hell of a lot easier than hitting up Mason Carroll and Mike Mangus <laughs> on Facebook and they have no idea who you are and stuff like that. So uh, point being, I just, you know, every year I kind of figure out a strategy for the next year, figure out what I'm going to do next, and I just try to execute best I can. How many episodes do you have? 133. Wow. 133. New one coming this Saturday as well with another person from KRCR. Now, do you monetize your podcast? Like what do you do mean you, by monetize? Do you, like, do you make money? Like, is it a profitable thing for you? Is it a I hobby do now. or is it a job? Or I like- do now. I make money on it now. That started two months ago. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. So, thank you. Yeah. Like, like I just started money making money. Doing something that you love is incredible. Yeah. Uh, George and I always have conversations. You know, my, my buddy George back here, people can't see him, but so we always have conversations there. about. What can, uh, you know, get us rich or, or, or what can get us uh, just like one step closer, you know what I mean? So like being official, being legit. And, and my big thing is always just patience. I'm not in a huge rush because I know with patience will come everything I want and, and need, if you will. So You're so um, young. You have so much time. I mean, dude, you're doing it. It's like the Gary Vee thing. It's like, you're a baby. You know what I mean? Just a little baby. Like, you have so much time. You start doing this at 16? Like, that's crazy. Yeah. So what does 16-year-old Blake do when he wants to start a podcast? Like, what are the steps for the average Joe who's like, I want to do this, but I don't even know where to begin? I would, nowadays, my advice is different than it was back then. I would invest in, like, a MacBook or even like a Dell lap, uh, laptop or um, um, uh, HP, you know, so something like that, like a real legit laptop. 
And then from there... Do you need a laptop or can it be a desktop or it has to be a laptop? It can be a desktop, but you're going to want to be able to take this thing on the go. Like, you're going to want to be able to, like I do, put it like in a Sprouts grocery bag right. and haul it around town or haul it wherever you need to take it. You know, I could take this thing anywhere because it's just, it's a laptop and it fits perfectly in the bag. Um, what size is it? 11 inches? Or this this inches is like a, yeah, 13? it's like a 10.8. You know, okay. it's not ever so exactly. Something lightweight, easy, because you go to people to interview them and you can bring all your gear and be on the go. Okay. Basically. So invest in... Good, good uh, laptop. What else? A blue Yeti or a black Yeti microphone. I, I say those two because I think those are the only two colors they sell nowadays. Um, but the Yeti microphone will be the best microphone for, I hate to say amateurs, but if it's amateur hour, I'd go with that because it's cost effective. It's maybe 150 for the mic, and you can just USB it right to your laptop. You know, if you have a MacBook, you're going to need this stupid plug-in dongle because Apple found a way to somehow charge us more money and or you could just get a regular <laughs> PC laptop. Um, but yeah, you can USB it and you can just start recording right there, you know, download like audacity or I use simple recorder even to this day. It makes it a little tougher to edit audio. It's not all on one file source. If you will, I have to use different apps on my phone to edit stuff. If people like, you know, talk smack about someone else, or if they're like, Hey, I don't want that to like ruin my career. I'll have to go like, edit it and then it's like it takes a while to bunch it all together but so where do you do that i do that on my phone um because i use simple recorder but you can use audacity you can use like fruity loop studio audacity is terrible audacity is so unuser friendly i mean we use it to track audio for like you know news reporting but other than that like when you actually have to go back and edit on it like it's so annoying yeah so basic person who doesn't know how to I feel like editing with audio is harder than editing with video, too. Absolutely. It's just like you got to know, like, the key point. I just I don't like it. Yeah. So Simple Recorder makes it easy for you. What do you edit on your phone, then? I use um, SoundLab, and that's what I was telling you about last week. But SoundLab basically well, makes it to... Which I do, but I don't like it. I don't like... You still have the home button. Don't come for me. <laughs> do not come for me. I don't like iPhones. I have one. I don't like it. Um, can Is there another... I don't know, because I don't have an Android, I don't know what would be a great substitute. But if you have an iPhone, SoundLab is the way to go. It makes it super easy. You can save it right to your files on your phone. Um, So you edit it there. Yes. And then what do you do with it? Upload it. Upload it to where? I upload mine on SoundCloud, and then my RSS feed goes to Spotify and Apple. I know a lot of these terms and things could be very... So layman's terms. So SoundCloud... uh, Podbean, uh, Anchor by Spotify, those websites, right, or apps, are apps that you can upload your content to and then post it to all the different feeds, right? So, like, your RSS feed, like you're saying, is, like, the link that goes to, like, Spotify and Apple iTunes and Google Podcasts and Podcaster, like, all those different apps, correct? Yes. So, how how does one start an account like that? So, to put it in layman's terms... I'm basically at the Coca-Cola plant. SoundCloud is the Coca-Cola truck. Spotify and Apple are the store that sells the product after it gets there. So I'll use Simple Recorder and stuff to make the podcast, produce it and everything. And then SoundCloud is what I use to put it everywhere else. That's what I use to distribute it, basically, you know, or like, um, you know, like at the store, like if you want to buy salad, well, someone's got to make the salad. I'm basically the farmer before it goes into the plastic bin or whatever. And then the guy at the store takes it out of the box and puts it on the shelf so you can buy it. Someone's got to make the salad. So I'm basically doing that with the simple recorder and audacity and stuff. SoundCloud is what helps me take it out of the box, if you will, take it out of the bag and then 
the RSS code is what makes it to where people can easily consume the podcast anywhere on okay. Spotify and Apple. You know what I'm going to make you do? I'm going to make you do a checklist, like a one, two, three. Like here's the steps with the links that we can put in here so that somebody with not a lot of experience can has like a checklist of where to go and what to do. Because I feel like it sounds complicated, but it's not. It's, you I do it once and you're good. literally not tech savvy, and I was able to figure out how to get my podcast onto Spotify, and I used Anchor by Spotify, which was amateur. It's good for if you're a startup person like me and you're not an expert like Blake. It's a, it's a really easy, user-friendly app. You just make an account. You can record on your phone. You can call people and do two person podcast all the audio is not always good depending on where you are and then when someone um, calls you a cut your whole podcast you off, you like last week <laughs> listen it <was> great. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the best which is why we're here today uh, hi, someone Belinda. said they hi, miss Janice. you Hello. Uh, janice miss nazi javi right miss you oh look it thank you belinda she is putting in i think it is yeah she's putting in the notes of what you're there saying there you go yeah you oh so no much. that's a great way to break it down that's yeah, yeah belinda that's our, great our note taker thank yeah. you dear love her yeah listening listening very uh intently i think is the word yeah that, Hi, that's Janice. very good yes is there anyone scroll back that i missed uh yeah i don't know so how to oh there we go that's all right hi elise and kathy We've got a lot of our friends here barbara hi everybody so listen what do you think makes a successful podcast like how would you what are the bullet points in your brain of like what you're looking for in a good podcast? What I look for is good audio and then don't kid yourself. Like, like a lot of things, just because you're passionate doesn't mean you're necessarily good at it. Mm -hmm. And the people that are super passionate about something and are also really good at it are the stars. So it's like, you know, like you're good at anchoring the news. That seems to be your passion. You like reading, you like talking, stuff like that. That's like your thing. If I'm someone like, you know, you look at someone, I always go to sports like LeBron, Tom Brady, like not only are they passionate about basketball and football, but they're just good at it because they practice at it. Like you got to pick something to where you're passionate about it and know you're good at it. I know I have a good speaking voice. Mm -hmm. I know I can project my voice well, and I know that I'm good at being heard. So... I basically try to use those skills and make that into a good podcast. You also plan ahead, I noticed, right? So, like, when you interviewed me, you had what your plan was. And I don't know if you had a, an outline or, like, you did, your, you did your research and you had your questions that you wanted to ask, but then you obviously followed the conversation and went wherever it went. That's a skill in itself, I think. It, I think – for me, initially, when I wanted, because like live, I can talk on the fly about news all day long, right? But when it's like about a topic on a podcast, I'm like, I thought I could just do it, but it's it's not that easy. You kind of have to have a plan. And I find that like having at least an outline of like, okay, here's where we're going to take this discussion helps a little bit. Yeah. Have a goal, right? Absolutely. Because you don't want to be everywhere. Well, also, you know, and it took me a while to to learn it, but I listen to other podcasts and I get inspired by other podcasts to learn how to transition that's the biggest kept secret to me in podcasts. You can have a great voice. You can have a great topic. You can have a great guest. You can have a great subject you stumble upon or a hilarious joke or, you know, things are like going off the walls and people are entertained. But how do you go to the next thing? Because like anything else, when you're hot and you're on a streak, you don't stop there when you're on a streak. You know, when, when Steph Curry's at nine threes, he's not thinking that's the end of the game for me. He wants 12. He wants 15. Same with the podcast. If I know, you know, me, George, and my buddy Al, we're sitting around talking about football, and we usually go 90 minutes, and it's minute 55, and we're joking on each other. We're talking about what George did, you know, some dumbass stuff or whatever, what Al did, you know. If we're just cracking on each other, if you will, I have to find a way to keep that energy going 
to get us to 90 minutes or get us to where we need to be. I don't want to just cut it off right there. So transitioning is the biggest thing to learn. And the biggest thing is to make it to where the listener doesn't even notice that you transitioned. Yeah. It's you the know? same thing in news. Yeah, especially right. when you go from like a hard story to like a light story. That's the that's the diff, that's a difficult part in news. Like today, you were saying to us uh, during the break something about like we had to go from Ukraine to I think the cow Rodeo. on the loose in L.A. Yeah, and yeah. it's like how am I supposed to go from <laughs> yeah. Kiev to a cow on the loose in L.A. I don't know how to very do that. Difficult. It's yeah. very yeah, and that's the one thing about news I don't like. That's why I don't think I'd be a good anchor. I don't know how to just act like. And now here's a cow in L.A. This thing got out, and, man, they had to lasso it up, six people. Yeah, I mean, I think you a, know, a it's lot just of that, tough. it's important to, to, you know, the stacking is important, too, but that's a whole nother, the whole other issue. But yeah. sometimes you have those, sometimes you just have to, to know. It's a tone of voice thing, I think, in the news. And also facial expressions. And it's they're not the same in podcasts because people can't see you. They can't see that you cared about that story. And it's not live. And it's, yeah, and it's not live. Yeah. So, like, that's what is difficult for me, like the awkward pauses. Like in news, people can see the TV tells you the story without you having to have the words for it. Podcasting requires a lot of like mastery of language to be able to to get the point across without visual punctuation, yeah. which I think is a talent. That's why I admire you so much because I'm, I'm, I just want to learn how you do it. Uh, and that's what we're here for. So if you have any questions for Blake, also, uh, you can drop them in the comments yeah, on Facebook. Yeah, let me know. And Absolutely. we will ask him. I love being a guest, by the way. I, I was <laughs> looking forward to this day again because I like being on the other side of this. I've only got to do this a couple times where like, I'm the guest. Um, and I find it I, I just, it's very freeing, if you will, because I get to be myself and I get to be honest. Yeah. So, Yeah. You know, interviewing other people is a lot more comfortable for me than, than being on the receiving end of it, except for in podcasts, because this is not a familiar format to me. It's just not. I, it's long it is, form. It is not comfortable for me. And I'm really trying to stretch my legs and, and find out what it is about podcasting that is not my strong suit so I can grow in that area. Right. So you're here to teach me that. You're my you just teacher need practice. Today. Yeah, yeah. You just I I thought anchoring wouldn't be that hard because I've seen you know guys like you know David Muir or guys like uh you know Stephanopoulos and and Robin Roberts and Strahan and them or you or Tamara do it and then I did it for the practice run like a month ago with Alex Andrew Ethan and like I literally had to take like five takes to get like the top story block done Mm -hmm. you know and it's like I'm just reading and I can read well I can read quick I I know how to work the 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 prompter but. It's still just that thing where like you have to look at the camera, and when we pull up the Hasselrood Law Skycam, you can't be caught looking at the TV. You don't want to be caught looking down. Like you have to like it's just it, there's a lot going on. It's it's just it's, you don't want to say the kid, mountains on the right side of the screen when it's on the left side. Of the see, screen. you you bring that up. I didn't even catch like I, I think I'm hypercritical, you know. Yeah, and and, and but because, that's what makes people great. Yeah, yeah, practice makes perfect. Yeah. Um. So. You go back to monetizing this. So, like, if somebody wants to do this as a side hustle, like, how do you actually make money doing it? I would go to, like I said, and it sounds harsh, but just make sure you're good. Because if people aren't willing to even listen to you to give you a shot, no one's going to give you money or sponsor you. So, how many did you have in the bag before you asked somebody for sponsorship? One fifteen. Oh, you did 115, like, one-plus-hour episodes before you got there. At least. Yeah, 115, 120. Then I went to my favorite coffee shop here in town, Black Rose Coffee and Tea. Love uh, which... Black Rose Coffee and Tea, by the way. Like, shout out to them. Get the peanut butter coffee. It was yes, so good. Yes, the ecstasy. It's amazing. Oh, um, is that what it's called? The ecstasy. The ecstasy. It's so good. Yes, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, went there, and I was like, hey, like, 
I'm coming to you guys first. You're my favorite local business. You know, will you guys be willing to sponsor me? And Tori, shout out to her, Tori Rosales, the owner. She was willing to do it. And it was a super sweet gig for me because um, I don't get paid from them. I don't, I don't mind saying that. I get free drinks whenever That's I go. That's sponsorship. So yeah. it, it's, it's, it's legit. So I don't see cash from it, but I don't pay for coffee. So, I save, like, cash, so. I, I save like five grand a year probably. <laughs> yeah. So because I'm there all the time with my dogs mm. and stuff. Mm. And... Um, What's I gonna say? Oh yeah, I remember I asked her. I'm like, hey, like, what do you think about me getting like one free drink a month? You know what I mean? Just like once a month, I get like one of those like stamp cards, so I can just Mm. turn them into you guys. And then she was like, well, I wouldn't feel good about it personally if I didn't let you do it every time you come. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, that's so. I'm trying not to curse, but like that's so freaking legit. You know what I mean? Like that's so legit. I was so pumped. I was so hyped. I was like, every time I'm like, I'm there. I was like, Tori, I come like four or five times a week. So, but that goes to show you, like, you don't, you can't get something if you don't ask, right? That too. Like that's the biggest thing I've learned about this. Like I never want to ask anybody for anything. (laughs) Like I will pay you to be my sponsor. (laughs) I I, literally, that's the biggest thing I think I've learned. Like it helps you get out of your like cocoon a little bit. You know what I mean? It helps you turn into sounds corny, but like that butterfly. Like you have to ask for stuff. You have to ask people to come on. Like I asked you. You know, I'm like I have no idea who she is. I guess she's gonna be our new anchor. I haven't met her, but like. Please do my podcast because I think it'd be a big thing. Yeah, and I was I want to thank you for that, by the way, because I was new to the area. I didn't know anybody, and you gave me my first warm welcome, A. And I was like, oh, there's, like, a nice person that works here. Like, that's awesome. And then we did the podcast, and it was a warm welcome to the community. I really appreciated that, um, and I still do. So thank you for being a friend and a good colleague. Yeah, and, and thank a you great for teacher, doing it. A great teacher. Do you, would you say you have to have a theme for your podcast, because I feel like something I struggle with is like my podcast is ch- called Choose Happy, right? Because I want to keep it positive, but sometimes things in life are not positive. So I always try to like, whatever we talk about, we talk about at the end of the day, we're going to talk about what it makes us happy. That's kind of my theme. Like no matter how hard life gets, we can always at the end of the day, just by what we go through, choose happy. What's your theme? I don't have one. So would you say that it's not necessary to have one? Yeah. Why? I'd say it's actually more beneficial. That yeah. way you don't feel like you have to put yourself in, in a, a box. In a bubble, yes. Because yeah. sometimes I'm like, this is hard news. Like we had, I did a podcast on Ukraine, which I pulled because I was so emotional the day I did it. But but like, how do you do a podcast? I was so passionate about this issue and my podcast is called Choose Happy and I'm talking about a war. So I think you're correct in that it, it does put me in a in a box where I don't have room to stretch the legs to different areas of topics. So don't you don't need to have a theme to have a successful podcast. No, and I think the listeners also recognize that because sometimes the listeners don't want to be all happy. bubbly and positive yeah, and, 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 and bubble gum and they don't want to <laughs> they don't, you know yeah. what I mean? And I, I like keeping them on edge in a way. I like keeping them to where, you know, like Mason Carroll was much more honest and outgoing than I thought she'd be. And I know she's a great reporter, but you just don't know people until they come do your program. You know what I mean? Like, there's some people I think they're going to be just hit it out of the park out of here, and their episode sucked. You know, I'm, I'm never going to say names or nothing, but it's just like, I didn't enjoy that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I really feel like I wasted 90 minutes, 120 minutes of my life. And there's some where it's like, wow, that went better than expected. And Mason's one of those people. You know, And there's all sorts of things like that. But it's all about not keeping that theme. That's why it's just the Blake Mayfield podcast. I'm just trying to sell myself. And this is a point that... I said last week on the show that I wanted to make here again is that one thing I recognized and why I named it just the Blake Mayfield podcast is I realized the best music artists or my favorites, at least just use their real name. 
they don't try and brand themselves as something they're not or some they make some name, nothing like that. You know what I mean? Like, I think the best music artists of this generation have been like Kanye West. That's his name. Drake, that's his middle name. Mariah Carey. Uh, Mariah Carey, <laughs> Kendrick Lamar, uh, you know, Michael Jackson, Prince, you know, mm-hmm. Prince Rogers is his Madonna. full name. Madonna, like, you know, Sade, Cher, like, because. Britney Spears. Yeah, because it's like you break down this invisible wall to, to listeners or to, you know, whoever you're trying to, you know, your audience, Justin Timberlake, you know what I mean? And it makes it to where you feel like you're selling yourself, but you're relatable in a way. You're not. There's more authenticity. Yeah, like you don't have to put on like this front. Like that's why I love, like I find myself, my favorite podcast being the Joe Rogan experience, uh, the Joe Budden podcast, the Bill Simmons podcast, not, you know, um, there's a couple other ones out there that I like, you know, like the Brilliant Idiots. It's like, okay, but who's on the Brilliant Idiots? Well, we know Charlemagne the God. We all know who Charlemagne is, you know, but I wouldn't know that just by the name. I need the Charlemagne podcast. You got to sell yourself. What about the headline of what you call each episode? Because like for news writing, for example, we're writing for an article, we're writing for air, we're picking that SEO headline, that catchy headline that's going to have the searchable terms in the headline. Do you do that when you're like naming your episodes or you you just could say whoever you're interviewing, right? You don't even find that you need to yeah, call so it something. When it's me, George, and Al, I name them because – We've done 50 of them together. We're a familiar crew. We're friends. We say funny shit. So I make it to where I'll name it something just preposterous or something just like something funny that we said that I feel like will grab your attention. But then when it's an interview podcast, like I put a poll up on Instagram the other day. Do you guys prefer sports podcasts or interview podcasts? Because to me, they're two totally different formats. Ooh, what is the answer on that? Uh, 61% said interviews. 39% said sports, which also I kind consider of. consider your audience too. I suspected that, you know, and honestly, I enjoy the interview ones more because I literally don't have to work as hard. Huh. I ask 10 questions, someone else talks for two hours, and I'm done. And then, you know, not, I get all the credit, but you get a lot of credit for that shit. You know, you ask great questions, you kept them engaged, they didn't feel like they had to be uncomfortable, they didn't feel like they were getting grilled, like, yeah, I didn't really do that much work either. You know what I mean? Like, I don't ever say that, but it's like, it's not as hard of work compared to the sports podcast. I know when it's me and my guys, I still got to show up for the full 90 minutes because they expect me to be the leader. They expect me to be the guy to lead us there. You know, like I'm, I'm the lead horse that's going to lead us to the pond to drink. You know what I mean? Like 90 minutes or whatever. Is there like a time frame or like a time limit, like 20 minutes, half an hour, one hour, an hour and a half that that you see gets better results when it, in terms of analytics? George will disagree with me, and some people will disagree with me. If your podcast is in at least 30 minutes, you will not get a listen from Blake Mayfield. Oh. I don't want to hear you if it's 30 minutes or less. Because it, it feels rushed. I don't care how good it is. It feels like it's... And it depends. Like, you have some that go 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, but, I like them shorter because I'm busy and I just, like, I want to come on, hear your idea, have my little, like, drive to work and then be in and out. Like, less than, like, 25 minutes or less. Yeah. I've always enjoyed long form. And there's an audience for people that, you know, make short podcasts or do short podcasts or like to listen to them. But me, I don't want to have to check my phone three or four times when I drive to Chico to switch up a podcast. Mm-hmm. I want to put it on one podcast mm-hmm. and just let it ride. That's me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and if I get bored with it, I'll, I'll go to something else. I'll, I'll, I'll turn on music or I'll turn on another podcast. But if it keeps me engaged, you're going to hit five, six, seven, eight different topics. You guys will have some banter. That's why I love about like, you know, Joe Budden podcast. And I know he's a controversial, you know, rapper and he, uh, 
kind of he's kind of a narcissist and stuff like that, but he's a like a podcast genius because he's the one guy I realized early on when I listened that there's no dead air with that guy ever. There's always music, there's always laughter, there's always sound effects. There's he knows how to Let's introduce. Let's do a sound effect. Can we do a like, sound effect? Yeah. Can we do a pause? They can't, can't hear, hear it, that. But, but they can hear it on the audio. If you're on Facebook and you're watching, drop your favorite podcast in the comments. I'm curious to see who y'all, who y'all like to listen to. Hi, Misty. Yeah. And then, I mean, like, you know, someone commented, I, th- I think I said, you know, Misty said, always label, name each episode for, a hi- you know, per a highly successful business coach. Sounds like that's what she is. Oh, right and that's right. what I try and do. You know, I talked to, uh, you know, shout out to Carrie, the news director um, at KRCR. And I was trying to show her the podcast because I'm trying to, you know, get on as a reporter or just do something more than just be like a, a yeah. PA. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, of course. Always and, growing. Yeah. And she was like, well, you know, the one thing I'd recommend is like, don't type out the whole word episode and then you know give me like a catchy headline and this is where i respectfully disagree with her i'd rather just tell you yo it's me and mason carroll tune in then be like is this the north state's next top white female no one that's not i'm not good at trying to i'm not good with the drama and not headlines aren't drama but they kind of are in a way they got to grab your attention i'd rather just tell you what it is if you care enough you will tune in regardless yeah totally so what i think you do that is catchy in your own way it's your own style right everybody has a different style right yours is you put a little bit about the person and then you put time codes in which i think is really like if you want to hear this like hit this time which i think you know is a lot of good people and people that I watch like YouTubers do that too that are just like here's where you can get your nuggets of information if you don't want to like have to listen to see what's in there. Right. I think that's super helpful. That's almost like headline in it headline in itself. Because I just do audio. I don't do video. If I did video, I would clip them out the way we do on the news every day and upload them in different stuff. But I just do audio because I think of this as like an audio experience. That's why I wanted to upgrade the audio to begin with, you know, as far as getting the new mixer board, the new mics. Um, You think we should do a podcast for work? Like a news podcast? Would people listen to that? I have a very big idea that everyone's turning down, but I'm used to getting turned down. (laughs) What is it? in seven to ten years, it's just like a, a local podcast network here where it's under one umbrella it's named one thing and every podcast that i like or know about would just be under this one umbrella so you could go find it it'd be me it'd be someone like you know sam Comenti. he has his own thing going on it'd be something like that you know what i mean and, and there's a couple other people like blake fisher he's the coordinator of viva downtown uh-huh. uh discussion uh-huh. yeah he has like his thing going on um so it would just be under like one umbrella you know and People are busy. People just have their own visions for things. But You're talking about being under the umbrella of the news station? Of, of just any podcast network. Not the news station in particular. But because yeah, that would be an issue for sure. Right. <laughs> we can't. Yeah. I just had the idea to be under like one network in general. And I then see. just, okay. you like know, that. everyone's got their own vision. Everyone's got their own thing. Um, so What would you call it? I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm, I'm, I'm better at getting the idea and then we could do a name later. The, the name will come to us. You know what I mean? But um, How do you think you bring value to your viewers? I have viewers, listeners. I'm so, see, this is a TV person, no, the I, audience, your good. audience. I mean, yeah, the audience. <laughs> the friends, the people that you're talking to. Like, how do you, how, what do you, a value are, are you giving them each day when you do these episodes? The value I think I give them is they learn something new about either me, the host, or the guest every time. Mm-hmm. Every time. 
every time, whether it's a joke, whether it's a, a, a dirty joke, whether it's the guest, whether it's an emotional thing, whether I've had a couple of guests come on that like they get kind of choked up when explaining some tough times or explaining people giving up their dreams and their livelihoods to help their livelihoods. Um, you know, and it's like, and I know, you know, this in news, you live for that. You live for those sound bites mm-hmm. and moments to have the emotional mom or, or to have, you know, the family that, you know, it's like, we just want her home, you know, like it sounds bad, but you live for those kind of sound bites. You know what I mean? Like Giving that a voice to people. It's compelling. Mm-hmm. It's compelling content. And that's what we're all here for at the end of the day. If I was not good at this, if I didn't have a good voice, if we had boring ass topics, if I had boring ass guests, no one would care. No one would give a damn, you know, and that's just how it is. You said that they would learn something about you. Or the guest. Or the guest. Yeah. So is that something that they would help them when they leave? Like if I'm a guest on your show, like learning something about me, would that help them? I think so. That's the whole reason I wanted to have you on because I'm like, you're coming from the coast. I don't know if I have a lot of coast listeners whatsoever, but there's a lot of people here in Shasta County. You're going to be on TV five days a week. The KRCR still has a huge audience here. It's more with the older crowd, but even people like George will look on Twitter for clips and stuff like that. Um, you know, so I was like, let me have the new anchor on because, first of all, just like to introduce you to the city, but also because people are going to want to be interested in you know, what goes on behind the scenes? What is she like off the camera? What is she like when she's not reading from the prompter? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. What is she like when she's not reading what she's basically, I know, you know, Jensen and you guys write the scripts, but it told to say, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And it just pulls back the curtain. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a little bit of, I mean, I, when I, I follow a lot of, you know, professional news talent and I do like behind the scenes and to see what their family is like or what they're up to or what they're like as a human being because if I can connect with them in that way then I trust them more with what with the news and with what they're telling me yeah Um, absolutely what about consistency so do you do like a certain episode on a certain day at a certain time a release at a certain time or you're just like whenever you feel like it is and does it matter it does matter I'm pretty sporadic about it. It just, honestly, I, it's like, um, a lot of recording artists go through this, like musicians. I'm not going to record something and then just hold it for six months or eight Mm -hmm. months or a year, because by the time that comes, I'm going to think I'm better. I'm going to have a new idea. Excuse me. I'm going to have a different way of how I want to do this record. I'm going to want a guest on it all of a sudden. I'm going to want the guest off of it, whatever. So for it to feel fresh and original to me and for me to see growth a year from now, when I go get another guest, it, I do it right away. I upload them right away. And I do have certain days and times. I won't reveal them here personally just because I like to keep the... What? Uh, this is all about giving us I, the deets if yeah, we want to start a podcast. Yeah, you got to tell us your secrets, yeah, dude. I don't like to, telling competitors my secrets. I, I, I don't. I'm, I'm <gasps> Nazi. Give you me the me. exclusive. I, I'm... Okay. I'll tell you this much. Do, I'll tell you when to not upload. Is that okay? That's fair enough. Don't upload Fridays or Saturdays. Okay. I think it depends on your audience, though, too, right? Because Fridays and Saturdays, the younger crowd's going to be going out, having a good time, but maybe the older crowd is going to be done with a long work week and just wants to relax and listen to, you know, somebody read a book to them or something. I don't know. But, it sh- I mean, it would matter what who your audience is, right? Yeah. And, I mean, not to say I've never uploaded on a Friday or Saturday because I, I think I, had, I did maybe last month in February, uh, you know, one of the episodes. But I just find it to – my thing is I know people will tune in. I always think of someone like – honestly, like an Andrew. Dude drives an hour plus each way each day. And to work. Yeah. yeah. And what is he going to listen to? 
And there's tons of people that commute. I don't, I don't know why people live like that, but there's millions of Americans that. It's terrible with the gas prices right now. I just keep thinking about the people that are commuting. Like, I'm so grateful we live so, I mean, I live so close to work. Yeah, I'm a 20 minute drive. You know what I mean? But even then, I still like to have 15, 20 minutes sometimes if it's not listening to music obnoxiously loud for 3 30 a.m. I like to listen to podcasts and just kind of get myself together for the day, kind of get my spirit together, my thoughts together, whatever it is. So I always think about the person that's commuting. If I can just keep them long enough for them to be entertained for 20 minutes. If they never come back to it, honestly, that's fine. What about, okay, so you commute 20 minutes. So you're from Reading, right? You're native. Born and raised. Born and raised. So does it matter, like, for me, where I'm podcasting from? Like, do do I tell people, like, you know, because I have, like, the analytics show, like, people listen in Canada and they listen. I have, like, listeners, like, in the UK and, like, different places. So, like... Do you tell them, like, I'm here and I'm writing in Redding, California, or do you just assume that people who listen to you already know your backstory? I don't assume. I don't really tell them where I'm at, where I'm from. Um, not that I have anything to hide. I just It's just something that doesn't really cross my mind in the intro. But you can kind of tell by my guess. Every guess, you know, KRCR mm-hmm. is, you know, Redding, Chico, Red Bluff. That's what mm-hmm. RCR stands for. Mm-hmm. You know, you have stuff like... Uh, business owners, you know, stuff like that. They're all in Shasta County. So you can infer, like, oh, he's from Reading. And even on Spotify, like, it says, you know, join Blake Mayfield as he, you know, uh, navigates through you have a trailer? life. Or, I don't have a trailer, but I have, like, a little bio. Uh, it's actually right here. Uh, join Blake Mayfield as he sits down with friends, family, and some of the most prominent figures in his hometown of Reading, California, and beyond. So you know I'm... And beyond. Yeah. <laughs> You had Buzz Lightyear on your podcast. You get all the good guests, dude. So you know I'm coming out of Redding, California with most of these, you know. But, I I mean, I would love to go to San Diego. I love San Diego. I'd love to go to L.A. I'd love to go to other places and, you know. Can you do remote podcasts? Like if if I couldn't come here, could you remote me in? I could. I I hate doing that, but I could. How would you do it? Like I I would just, yeah, I'd I'd do FaceTime and then just Bluetooth the audio. Give me a gnat. I want a gnat. Give me a sound. A gnat? Okay. Like a, just, no, any kind of like hit a button. Oh. I can't. <laughs> there you I go. need a mixer like yeah. that, dude. I need a roadcaster pro. A roadcaster's a way a to go. thousand dollar roadcaster pro. No. All right, dude. I know I'm taking a lot of your time, but I want to ask you some That's rapid questions because I want people to get to know you so that they know who they're going to listen to when they I was head over to the waiting for this. podcast. I, I love l- rapid fire questions. Give me Ready? 80 of them. I don't know if I have that many. That's fine. Who knows? Here we go. Yeah. So what's your job title? Production assistant and butcher. What's your favorite season? Fall. What's your favorite animal? Dogs. What's your favorite color? Blue. What's your favorite food? Pizza. Oh, that's what you said last time. Yes, Okay, you almost changed it. What would it be? What would number two be? Honestly, Mexican food's really good. Pro- food. Probably like enchiladas or something. Dude, enchiladas. Yeah. yeah. All right. What's your favorite word? Ambition. Ooh, last time it was determination. Yeah. So we, you know, I hit him up for these for this last time I talked to him, but then my audio was wah, wah, wah. So it's <laughs> interesting. Okay, what, what word do you hate hearing? Potential. <laughs> Why? Because it represents something you haven't done. And it represents something that you may or may not fulfill. What's wrong with that if you haven't done it yet? Oh, Blake, you have so much potential to maybe be a news reporter and maybe do. I don't want to hear that shit. Why not? Because it represents That's something positive. I haven't done. It's positive to you guys. Yeah. Not to me. Like if somebody says, hey, Nazi, you're going to be on network 
news anchor one day. I'm like, yeah, thank you for that. You have the potential to be on Fox News. Like, that's a flattering comment. You don't take it as flattery? No. <laughs> I don't. Because to me, it it, it just, and, and maybe it's it's a glass half empty kind of thing, but. So negative. It, what is this, Mike Kruger? It, we got to get him on your podcast, dude. <laughs> he will not come on my podcast. I don't think he'd have a good time. I don't even know if I'd have a good time. He's so funny, though. I love that guy. He gives us today, a every morning. Today, what do you say today? He's like too good to do whatever. I don't I was I like, Mike. <laughs> all right, Oh, man. yeah, to go to the rodeo. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, all right, man. Um. No, just potential is just it's un it's untapped. It's like oh, I have the potential to get yeah, untapped. That's great. That means there's talent living within you that's untapped that you can still grow from. I, I guess it's just two sides of the spectrum because to me, ambition represents, you know, um, or or determination. Those are kind of like in the same boat. Uh, you know, he's really determined to be a reporter. It's like yeah, I am. Like I'm gonna get after it. I'm gonna work harder than everyone. I'm better than everyone. Like you gotta have like that arrogant confidence. Potential is just like. I mean, he has the potential if he puts his mind to it. It's <laughs> if, like it's like backhanded. If in there. <laughs> yeah, it's like super backhanded to me. You know, even if people don't, and, and a lot of times it's not intended that way. I've just always kind of taken it that way. What's the word you have a hard time pronouncing? Um, <laughs> uh, kerfuffle is that the word? Kerfuffle. Yeah, That's an easy uh, like, one. Like, like they got into a little bit of a kerfuffle. Um, kerfuffle. You know what's difficult for me for hmm. news the words is. Conscient, conscious, conscience, and Co- cautious. Uh, yeah, cautious, consciousness. Con- yeah, yeah, all those, all those, and substantiative those or substantive, substantive substantial, substantive. substantive. I, I think it's substantive. You guys were yeah, asking earlier. Yes. I think that's the right that's way to say right it. Word. It's not substantive. And unveil. I always have to think like a veil, like a wedding, because I like to say unveil a lot. Unveil. Yeah. It's unveil. Conscience, cautious. Conscious. Yes. Conscious. Conscious. Yeah. Difficult words. What? Who do you text the most? Um, probably George. <laughs> George, <laughs> let us give us George a little shout out. Yeah, yeah. Shout life? out to George. Yeah, he's he's my uh, one of George. my best friends slash uh, podcast manager. Helps me out with this thing. Helps me land certain guests. Keeps me on my toes. He honestly is my main outlet for me to be able to like, and I'm, I'm sorry to curse Nazi, but talk shit. You know, how great you're I the am. one who's going to have to edit all the audio I and get, bleep out all the cuss words because I, I am so. a square bear. I've got mothers with kids listening in their cars, and they're not going <laughs> to go on the way to school because I never cuss. <laughs> <laughs> he lets me just get my my egotistical stuff out, if you will. Like That's like when I have like an Andrew Dimber hit me back. Oh, oh that can phone we just call. talk about that? He oh reached out to Andrew Dimber, who is an he's anchor the man on World News. I think and, I might have a man crush on that guy. And that, that dude the world, is World News now, and he. Yeah. Texted him back. He messaged him back. Yeah, the super nice guy. You got a new bestie. Yeah, he's dope. Love Andrew Dimbert. Love his packages, his anchoring. Speaking of people you love, who's your hero? In what context? Who would you be like if you could? Like, is there someone in your life that stands out to you that you're like, I want to be like that guy one day? Yeah, I feel like I'm mostly like my mom and my grandpa the most. Um, Because just... A uh, lot of like hard work, determination. A lot of um, ignoring, uh, not haters. I actually hate that word, haters. Like it's not. It's just critique. We're not hating. It's critique. There are uh, haters. There are haters. There are, but, believe me, but sometimes haters. some people are like, "Yo, I'm just critiquing. Like I think yeah. you can do this better." And like, "Oh, yeah. you're being a hater." That's feedback. That's you know? that's cr- helpful criticism. Right. Yeah. That's, that the haters. There are haters. There are haters. Um, I know where they are if you're looking for them. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Send them my way, because for some weird reason, it motivates me. It, it helps me get out of bed at 3 a.m. Let your haters be motivators. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah. Give me a sound effect. Oh, okay. Wah, gotcha. Wah, uh, yeah, wah, there we go. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> there we it. go. Um, yeah. Just work ethic and also determination, ignoring the noise, you know, being able to block out the noise. And luckily, there's not a lot of noise around this thing, but that's kind of the goal. I mean, look at someone like Joe Rogan. That's nothing but noise to start the year. Mm-hmm. All these different news outlets. I mean, we were covering it. You know what I mean? Just all this stuff, whether it's opinion or not, it's still like a big deal, a huge deal. And he still can't just say racist stuff. I mean, oh well, yeah. yeah. Right. Like but even like the the COVID misinformation stuff, or just yeah. whatever it is, oh, yeah. so whether you yeah. fall outside of the spectrum yeah. is is where you fall. But I do appreciate the fact that he just kept going. Yeah, you and know? he apologized, you know, and he owned it, and he, yeah. Which I think is also important. Yeah, I'm not saying that he was, you know, right to say that. He definitely was not. You know, a, a white person should not be saying those things. But I can appreciate where someone is just like, well. I have no choice but to keep, what am I going to do? Not ever make a pot. I'm under a contract, first of all. Second of all, mm-hmm. this thing is wildly successful. My, you know, like, you strike while the iron's hot. And unfortunately, the iron gets hot when it does. You know what I mean? Well, so, What's your favorite quote? Ah, oh, that's a good one. Favorite quote. Um, that's a good one. Um, I like... Haven't brought them up yet, but I like downtown Browns make good choices. Make good I like decisions. That. Because, or, yeah, make good decisions. Make good de- because I know what he's saying <laughs> when he says that. I know exactly what he's trying to get across. He doesn't have to say it, but I know what he's, he means. What do you think he means? Don't go party, get a DUI, do yes, drugs, make good uh, get stabbed. Don't do like dumb stuff. Yeah, like, Are just you afraid make good... of getting canceled ever? Do you think there's anything you could do that would get you canceled? I think there's something I could do that people would attempt to do it, but I'm not afraid of it. I'm not saying I'm looking for it. I'm not like, you know, Kanye or someone where I'm like, <laughs> cancel me. You know what I mean? But like, <laughs> if people, you know, to me, honestly, I know people put a lot of stock into social media and that's how we communicate and stuff, but it's like, Twitter's not a real place. I can't go hang out at Twitter. I can't invite you to Twitter. I can't get drinks at Twitter. I can't make friends at Twitter. I mean, you can make friends there, but like, it's it's as simple as me doing that. It's so funny. Also, Twitter's not going to walk up to me in, in person in real life. <laughs> That's why I'm able to block out stuff like that. So, what's your favorite social media platform? Twitter, TikTok, TikTok. Yeah, TikTok is hilarious, yeah. and there's really good info on there. Yeah, like good recipes. Yeah, yeah, educational stuff. Uh, people covering even like the war in Ukraine. You know, on on mm-hmm. either side of the aisle, if you will, on the political spectrum. Um, even just random like facts about stuff. You know what I mean? Like, there's just people on there. I like it for like the cooking. I love cooking. Yeah. It's like a therapy for and me. It's visual. So they're short nuggets, so you don't have to. Like, yeah. If you want them in short nuggets. People slapping celery on a board and raw <laughs> chicken and choo, 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 you know. What's and then your favorite trending TikTok right now, like this challenge or whatever they call them. I don't keep up very good on the challenges, like but the pink dress. The pink dress is a thing right now. The the Zara pink dress. Yeah. That's a thing. I I'm, don't know. <laughs> I don't keep up on the challenges very much. I will say, I have like my favorite. Pockets like there's like certain uh, comedians, I guess, or certain people that have like. There's this one guy that like his laugh is so obnoxious. I'll show you afterwards. <laughs> he's uh, his name's I am Kenji, I, I think Kenji. is his name, okay. and it's literally he's just reading off like four or five memes a video, and he just like he he like wheeze laughs and took his <laughs> microphone, and it's the funniest thing you'll see. All because the memes are funny, his laugh is funny, and even if the meme isn't that funny, 
just his, his laugh, laugh will make it hilarious. You have to you have to share with that with I me. I will 100% share well, it with well, you. Well, that brings me to the question, right? So, like, do you like just humor, right? People, there's so much enough negativity in the world, right? So you look for stuff that's going to make you laugh. Yes. Is that what you try to bring your listeners to? Yeah, I mean, I don't consider myself a, a comedian by any means. I just, I think we stumble upon things sometimes. Like, I love, like, grilling George if I think he says something dumb, you know, to, and I'm like, George, that's not, that's <laughs> not what we're doing. You know what I mean? Or just whatever it is. And then we just find a way to, you know, just kind of go from there. But, um, yeah, I, I don't consider myself a comedian or nothing. So, I, I, I don't come on here ever and try and be like today i'm gonna be funny you know what i mean like that's not today ever i'm gonna be funny <laughs> yeah it's like i'm not i'm you know that's not me that's not i'm not Chappelle. Hi, i'm not chris rock i can't just Hi, turn Andrew. it on you know like those guys can like just turn it on be hilarious and then they go back to being a normal person two hours later that's not me um but i do try to deliver good content and and you know make you forget about your problems or make your you make me forget about my know. problems every day when you make me espresso <laughs> in the morning dude i like i'm so grateful for you you have no clue Oh, thank you. And that gives me emotional strength. What about you? Physical strength or mental strength? What's mental. important? Why? Because you don't lose mental strength. But you can lose you can lose that physical strength rather easily. But you battle enough demons, you win enough battles within with yourself, with other people, with outside issues. No one could ever take that away from you. But I can stop working out for two months and drink Red Bull and Coca Cola and eat Twinkies, and all of a sudden that physical strength, it's gone. It's not there anymore. You cannot bench press no 325. That's gone. But that mental strength, it will never slip if you don't let it ever. So mental strength. And things take a lot more mental strength these days in the technology world than they do physical strength. That's true. That's how you know how to do all of this stuff. And And you just battle. Yeah. Yeah. You're just talented in the electronic section. So are you planning on, like, could this be, is this like your career goal, like podcasting? Like if you could pick any career, would it be reporting? Would it be podcasting? Like what's your end goal? Honestly, and I have no problem saying this because it's always been the goal. Like if I were to wake up tomorrow morning and Black Rose is like, hey, man, we'll, we'll give you 100 grand a year to do your podcast. I'm quitting both my jobs tomorrow. What if it's 30 grand? Yeah, still, I'm, st- I'm still doing that. You would still do it. I'm still doing that because it's enough for me to get by yeah. and it's enough for me to put – enough, uh, I guess, like, sweat equity into this to where that 30K will turn into 60, 90. As long as you don't drive anywhere. Yeah, right. <laughs> as long as yes. you're as on your getting back and forth. Yeah, as long as I'm on a bike. Podcast. Yeah, as long as I'm on a bike. But, yeah, I mean, it's I, I've made 30K my whole life a year. I, I, that's exactly where, that's the range I hang out in anyway. That's how I budget. So, you know. The people who uh, work hard, it, the money will come to you. Absolutely, yeah. And that's not the main focus of this. My main focus of this is that I'm passionate about it and that I love doing this. You well, know? So would you would you rather do something you love and make nothing, like make pennies, or make a lot of money doing something that you're not so excited about? Tough question. Anyone can make, not anyone, but people that make a lot of money and I recognize they're miserable, I just couldn't imagine myself living like that. Like yeah. no amount of money could fix how dead you have to feel Amen. inside. Amen. You know? So it's like, I'd much rather do podcasts and I make 25 grand a year and I'm not, I'd say scraping, but in this in this in world this right market, now, and in, in this inflation, you're scraping. I'd rather do that. You know, but just put everything into this every day, you know? And, and if I were to get up at 3 a.m., it'd be for the podcast to edit, to hit up people or whatever, than to, you know, go do 
to to scrub floors, you know, at, at the butcher job or anything like that, you know. And, and not to say I don't enjoy those jobs because I do. There's a reason I'm still at them. If I didn't enjoy them, I would not be working them. It's as simple as that. I'm not someone that feels like I need the money so bad I'm going to do something I hate. Even at 23, I've never been like that. How many hours total do you think you work a week um, between both jobs? Between both jobs and, like, the podcast, 50. Oof. How much is you spend on the podcast? Six to eight. Six, Six to eight a week, wow. yeah. And that's during the off, what I consider the off season. When it's football time and I'm doing at least one football podcast and an interview podcast, probably 10 hours, 12 hours a week. Wow. Between recording it, driving here, driving home, editing. Editing, editing always right. takes the longest, right. right? Yeah. And there's not even much to edit, but it's just like getting the info, getting the timestamps right, mm. posting it everywhere. By the time that's all done, yeah, I'm pulling, you know, 60 hour weeks. 55, 60 hour weeks, Mm -mm. but that's what it takes. No one ever got anywhere working the 40 hour work week. Amen. So work or play, I guess, is work for you. It's work. It's work. I don't even know how to play. I have no idea. You could put me on a boat on the Amalfi Coast in Italy. I don't, I don't, I'm like. What would a, what would a relaxing day, like what would a fun day look like to you? Um, San Diego with my dogs. Tell us about your dogs. Yeah, so I have two dogs. Uh, I have a girl and a boy. Uh, my girl is uh, Sadie. She's an American pit bull. She has a white coat. She has, like, Dalmatian spots. I ah, thought maybe she had, like, part so Dalmatian in her, but she's just straight, just full pit bull. She just ended up with some spots. Um, but she's four years old, just turned four. And then my baby boy is Zeus. Um, he's a bully, uh, which is, like, a bulldog-pit bull mix. He has more pit bull, but the bulldog, like, head and, like, so hit big shoulders and, yeah. So the bark and stuff is, is yeah, big flappy cheeks. Um, Love them. Are they, like, sweet dogs, salty dogs? Super like- sweet dogs. Aww. Super sweet. So, like... George and I will take them to the Sundial Bridge and walk them, and like they'll go nuts when they see other dogs. Oh yeah! But besides that, I mean, you would never, I, you know, they come right up to you, they'd sniff That's you out. That's typical dog just, behavior. Yeah, right. Barbie too. She's the sweetest dog, but she sees another dog, and it's like, oh, oh no, I'm going they're in nuts. my territory. Like you're on my bridge. Yeah, like I'll <laughs> I'll never bring them in just because I can't. Like if I can bring them into the station, like people wouldn't even know they're there. Like they would just walk around, they just lay there, want to be petted. They mess you know they play with each other you know rah, rah, you know and then they would just fall down and just sleep for a while like Aww. people wouldn't even they wouldn't even do anything so love them i yeah. have to meet them in person yeah they're great i see we have oh mental strength that's my mom right there hi hi uh yeah she's awesome. all about the mental strength yeah mental oh, strength what time is it right now let's uh, see let's see it is 318 okay well listen I have, I feel like we need to make this like a consistent thing because I have so many questions for you. But, you know, before we start to wrap things up, I want to touch on what's important to me, which is the podcast is called Choose Happy, right? We discussed this because I like to remind my listeners that no matter what kind of day you're having, you can always choose happy. And so I ask you, what's something that makes you happy? Podcasts. Podcasts, my dogs. But first the dogs. And then podcast in order, if we're going in order, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because my the dogs are there when I fall asleep. They're there when I wake up. Like, they're always the first and last thing I see during the day, no so matter great. what. Um, Where do you see yourself, like, in 10 years from now? Like, what would a perfect... That's such a loaded question. Uh, 10 years, like, it's... 10 where, years from where, now? Yeah, where, where do you see yourself? I'd like to be the number one podcast on Spotify. Nice. I think Spotify is going to surpass Apple as far as audio is concerned, like yeah. capitalizing on audio. Because Apple is a is a hardware company. MacBook, iPhone, um, uh, um, uh, oh my goodness, what's the uh, what's the new thing they got? Um, I don't know. You kids know all that stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I'm those trying stuff. to. Th- I can't even think of. But they have like Apple Music and stuff. You know, they do audio, but they dip their toes in. Oh, um, Apple TV. 
the Apple TVs, like they have like the box. They even have like the flat screen. They're hardware. Where Spotify, they have no hardware, which is risky. It makes sense where they're still not a profitable company. People don't even know that. Spotify mm. invests, you know, Rogan got $100 million, I all these things. I pay them a subscription <laughs> fee every month for months and years. And but they spend that money before they even get it from you. They're, they're still not profitable. They've invested so much money in podcasts and in the audio space and trying to capitalize on but they get money. video and stuff. They have to, they have to be. They're not profitable. They're not profitable. I, I swear they are not profitable. That's sad. There's, um, there's a lot of companies like that, actually. I think even like... I'm not mistaken. I think Subway is not profitable still because there's so many of them, and their whole thing is let's be on every block and every street in America to where they're still not like there's weird companies like that where you're like, how do you still you run still your business? I don't understand this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know it sounds weird, but I'd like to be the head guy of Spotify. I, I go for number one. I don't like settling for number two. If I'm number two, best believe I'm coming for you, and that's just kind of how I am. I was always, uh, you know, I get this from being bullied as a as a kid. Um, I get this from, you know, always being counted out, always like, I mean, you've had discussions even like at the news station where I'm like, I feel like they're picking on me. I feel like I'm being counted out. Nazi. <laughs> how do I deal with this? How do you deal with ego? You know, there's but, so much ego. Oh I know, my goodness. Everywhere. Yeah. And it's just like, it's just nothing but motivation though. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Cause like I, I could go hang out with my friends. I can go do a phone. I can go do something and like, it's, it's off. Once I leave the building, it's off of me now. You know what I mean? I don't have to worry about that. I don't have to think about that anymore. Um, and I like being number one because of that. You know, I do. I, great I, work-life balance. That's very important. I try to. I try to. I'm still kind of learning it. But, yeah, the last year, year and some change, I've gotten really good at just separating the two. I, I don't like bringing it home with me. Because, first of all, I have a 20-minute drive to yeah. let go of it. Yeah, I don't live good. right up the road. I don't walk to work. I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like I'm just five minutes away and it's still fresh in my head. Like, I can put on anything. I could call someone. I could do whatever. I can even stop somewhere eat coffee, whatever it is, you know. What's and your favorite restaurant in Reading? This is a good one. Uh, favorite restaurant. I'm looking for good places to eat. I still say Marcus Street Steakhouse. I haven't had a chance to go there Because I love a good steak. List. Yeah. And I haven't had a bad one yet. Sirloin, filet mignon, New York, it doesn't matter. Any you cut. You know steak because you know meat. I do, yes. I, I do uh, butchering, yes. So... Yeah, that's probably still that's the best spot. My favorite spot would probably be uh I don't know. I don't know. That's the best spot to me. Favorite favorite What's I don't know. What's your favorite hole in the wall? Locally. There's a couple of them. Um See, I feel bad because I've had a lot of business owners on and I don't want to Okay, like, all right. We're going to leave it at that. Yeah. What's one thing that you'd like to leave the listeners with today? Be you. Be you. And then, yeah, and, and I know that's like, well, how do I be myself? Well, just, you know, figure it out. Figure out what you're passionate about. Figure out what figure out what your boundaries are with people and with things. And you know what I mean? Like, I, I work at the news. You deliver the news. But I can't watch anything past our two hours. It's just too much for me. I, I can't see these images of children having to leave the hospital because it got blown up in Ukraine. And then this guy did a mass shooting on the Orville bus. But and, you, know and then, you know what? You know what? President Zelensky said, he's like, if you are tired of looking at the, uh, like, if these images, like, disturb you, like, don't look away. Keep looking at them. Like, you need to see them so that we can have change. Like, so action is taken. So it's like that happy happy balance. Like, we got to get it out there. We have to right. see it. But I get it. Like, you don't want to saturate your brain with all of that. I still have to go live. True. Like, I still have to, like, leave here and, like, you go be a person. Choose happy. Right. So, <laughs> so there you go. Yes. And yeah. thank you so much for being here, Blake. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Friends, 
yes. listeners here, my friends, please subscribe to the Blake Mayfield podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. He's a good listen. He has great values. He has good guests, awesome vibes. Uh, he actually interviewed me. There's an episode on there and several yes. of our other colleagues um, from KRCR News Channel 7. That's and, the and more to come, by the way. More to come. Yeah. Who do you got oh. next? Who do you have lined up? Oh, Juicy. <sighs> come on, spill the beans. Give me the exclusive. I'll, I'll reveal it because it's in two days. Uh, Onwar's coming on next. Uh, Daisy's the week after. Yay! And then I'll tell you off air the one that I'm looking forward to in April because it's probably the biggest one I'll have yet. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like no BS, no like blowing smoke. Like Magnus? that's. No, 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 no. Not anyone for KRCR. Oh, ooh. It's yeah. going to be outside. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Now you got to go listen, y'all, because yeah. we are going to try to find out who he has on. Um, you know, this has been such a nice chat with you. I really enjoy yeah. working with you. I enjoy learning from you. I think you have a lot to teach when it comes to the podcasting industry. And uh, you're just a good, you're a good human. You're fun to be around. And Thank I you. really enjoy yeah. your podcast. So I hope other people come and find you. And until next time, my friends, say it with me, Blake. Don't forget to choose, choose happy. happy. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a sound effect.